Hello, Hopers. I am glad to be back with you again today. And we are continuing to take a look in our devotional time together at the book of, God, of John, the Gospel of John. Today, I am in John chapter 8. And, and this part of the Gospel of John is pretty famous and has been repeated over and over again. So today, let's just turn our attention back to that place in John and look at the context around it, some of the ideas and the meaning behind the things that Jesus says in John chapter 8, because this is called free indeed. Jesus says in, in John chapter 8, verse 31, to the Jews who had believed in him, Jesus said, if you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. The truth will set you free. We have heard that again and again and again. I think it's a wonderful promise and privilege that we are given as the children of God, as followers of Jesus, that we will know the truth and the truth will set us free. But I wonder if you are living in that freedom. And I wonder how many believers are living in that freedom. How often we say those words, but the reality of our lives is that we still live slaves, which is the contrast Jesus brings later on. You will know the truth and the truth will set you free. But he begins by saying, if you hold to my teaching, if you hold to my teaching, that implies that, that Jesus' teaching is something we have to deliberately hold on to, almost as though it will slip out of our hands if we're not careful, if we're not intentional about holding on to it. I think that's the problem in most Christians who say that they are free or believe that Jesus will bring them free and let them be free indeed. But... They, they don't understand because they, they, or they're blind to it because they've slipped away from really what Jesus teaches into some mindsets that they've picked up from other places. These folks have picked up some mindsets from other places other than Jesus as well. And so it continues in verse 33. They answered him, we are Abraham's descendants and have never been slaves of anyone. How can you say that we shall be set free? Of course, they thought, that it was an issue of DNA, it was an issue of history, it was an issue of skill, it was an issue of, of, of freedom in this life. Jesus says to them, you will be free. I, if, if you know the truth, the truth will set you free. And they say, well, we're not, we don't need to be free. We already are free. They define freedom as the ability for us to manage our lives how we want. We have a pedigree. We are from Abraham and our lives, our history. We have not been enslaved. We get up when we think we should. We do the things we want to do. We run our own businesses. We have the right DNA. We have the right religion. We see ourselves as free and therefore we are free. And yet Jesus is about to show them that they are not free at all. Believers, I do not want us to be people who say that we are free and then live as slaves. Just like these people. Jesus goes on in verse 34 and says, Verily I say to you, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Now a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son belongs to it forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Jesus says you want freedom or you think you're free. You're actually, if you are entangled in sin, if you are not a son, you are a slave and you are a slave to sin. The idea of being a slave to sin is being entangled with it, being trapped by it, being dominated by it, being unable to escape or break free from it. You are a slave. 
and you do not have the power or the authority on your own to break those bonds. does not mean that those who are lost cannot live a good, decent life. They can, but they live it from a sinful soul. They live it from a place of poisoned in, in the very depths of their being. They, they are uh, continually turned back to self-interest, to, to patterns of sinfulness, even good patterns of sinfulness, but they are still sinful. They come from a place of separation and independence from God. Slaves to sin. And as Jesus says, a slave's relationship to the family is very different than a son's relationship to the family. A slave's part in the family is temporary. It can be ended at any time. It weighs on performance. And it weighs on the idea that as long as you're useful, you can be around. He's not saying that's exactly the same in a spiritual kingdom, but he's showing that sense of temporary, that sense of you are not fully belonging to this family versus a son who by his very birth and by his uh, inherent being is a part of the family and nothing can undo that. So he wants, Jesus wants these folks to go from being slaves to sin to becoming sons who are free indeed. From outsiders to insiders, from those who don't belong to those who belong forever. And he says, when you are, when the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Coming off of verse 32, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Down here he says, the Son will set you free and you will be free indeed. So here's my thought for this day that comes out of this. It's something that I think gets underplayed way too often in Christianity. There is freedom in Jesus. If you haven't found that freedom, then you probably don't realize how far away from Jesus you are because the Son sets you free and you will be free indeed. Maybe you've missed it because you assumed that you had it or you thought you were right or you thought you knew God enough or you thought you knew enough or you were on cruise control or whatever. The fruit of knowing the Son and belonging to Him is that you are free indeed. That fruit reminds us or, or maybe exposes to us where we stand with the Son because we should be and we are as children of God free from sin. There is power in Jesus to free us from sin. And I'm talking about not just little sins, little white lies or little fits of anger. I'm talking about addiction. I'm talking about freedom from pride, freedom from greed, freedom from lust, freedom from hatred, freedom from holding grudges and bitterness, freedom from shame, freedom from guilt. I'm talking about real transformational freedom that is our birthright as the children of God. You will know the Son. You will know the truth. The truth will set you free, and you will be free indeed. Boy, let's try to understand and to pursue this freedom that we have been given through Jesus Let's ask the Lord to show us where we have missed it or where we have lost it, lost our grip on it. We haven't held to his teaching somewhere. Let's ask God to show us the freedom we've been given in Jesus so that we can live in it and be sons who are free indeed.